the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert and vice president of Essex Mortgage, Eric Kolofsky. Good afternoon, Bay Area. This is Misha Dimitruk with Essex Mortgage, NMLS. 694427. Joining you today in place of the illustrious Eric Ilovsky. He is on assignment today. So as I get the luxury of joining you today, I do encourage you all to reach out with any questions that you may have about your real estate financing goals or your real estate financing needs. Whether you're involved in a transaction right now or you're planning one in the future, I'm here to help you understand all of your options and make sure that you have the education and information that you need to make informed decisions you feel good about. My phone number is 831-435-0385. Again, that's 831-435-0385. Please feel free to call or text with questions. You can also email me, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. The housing market is moving quickly as it has been for months on end. What we are seeing in the last few weeks is a little tiny lull as people stepped away for the first time in what probably felt like an eternity for a lot of us, headed out on vacation, went and took our families and tried to recreate some normalcy in our lives. And because of that, the housing market slowed down ever so slightly in that sales activities were down. That didn't mean that buyers weren't out there aggressively looking. That didn't mean that sellers weren't preparing their properties for sale. We definitely have seen this. Um, Statistics over here on May of of this year, the median home price in Alameda, Contra Costa, Marin, Napa, San Francisco, San Mateo, Santa Clara, Solano, and Sonoma counties was 1.3 and above. That's the median home price. Obviously, that means there are homes below and homes above, but this means this is the average price that we're talking about. If you are finding that number daunting, there are flexible options for you within separate areas of the community and within different price points. We just need to understand what's the maximum that your specific budget allows. And when we have conversation with buyers and we talk about what that budget is, A lot of times people will say, I want to keep paying the same amount that I'm paying on rent right now. Well, that would be a lovely idea. And it depends on how much down payment you have, truly, and the price point that you're stepping into. But if you're going from an apartment looking to buy a home, you can imagine that might be a price bump. Just as when you move from an older used car to a brand new car, you would likely anticipate paying more for it. Now, the same thing is true when you're buying a home. And if you're moving up in home, 
and moving up in home style and amenity and accommodations and neighborhood and buying into a maybe a better school system or a, a somewhere that has better infrastructure than the current neighborhood that you're living in, you can anticipate paying more for that. Now, how do you mitigate that cost? How do you assimilate that into your budget? The first thing that I direct all of my clients to do is to get their formal pre-approval taken care of in advance. I could feel the eye roll from some of the people listening. Oh, she's going to talk about pre-approval again. I am always going to talk about how getting pre-approved in advance is going to be the key to a lot of people's success. The reason being, once you have that figure in front of you, you understand your monthly budget, you have the power. You begin living as if you're making that payment already. Take your rent out of it, save the surplus, put it aside, and discover for yourselves if that actually fits for you. And how much do you want it? You know, as people are beginning to explore again more in the world, beginning to eat out more adventures that, that cost money, there are things that you're going to need to decide what's the most important factors of my life. Is getting back out there as quickly as possible and getting my travel bug going again, going to outweigh me saving for a home? Over the last 12 months, I have spoken with people who have said they've shifted their priorities because they realize the importance of home. Likewise, I've spoken with people who have said, I'm, I'm, I'm okay staying where I am and living the way I am, but I want to enjoy my life more. So it's really going to be about your personal preferences. And I want to assure you that we here at Essex Mortgage are entirely ready and able to help you make the decisions that fit your needs. And that's what we do on a daily basis. We don't make any decisions for you. We're helping you understand your options. So when the transaction is concluded, you know what you've done. You know how it will affect you, your family, your financial future. And the homeownership process is challenging for some because it's foreign. It's not something that you've done many times over for a lot of people. It's the biggest purchase that most people will make in their entire lives. And you deserve to have a qualified expert on your team, on your side, helping you every step of the way. If you haven't been formally pre-approved, if you are thinking about that process, do it now. I encourage you to look at it now. People come to me every single day and say, oh, I found the house that I wanted, but I didn't know that I had an issue with my credit. Or I didn't know that that second job that I just got in order to qualify can't be used for another year and a half. There are places within this industry that the information is deeper than what you can find just on the internet. And qualifications are not always as easy as you think. I make X amount of dollars an hour. I work X amount of hours per week. I get some overtime. I get some bonuses. I can use all of that. It really depends. And a qualified expert will help you understand what is your eligible income? I know people say eligible income. Why would I need to have eligible income? Not every, not every dollar that you make might be eligible. There may be reasons why you got that one-time $10,000 bonus in income and we're not able to use it. So your specific set of circumstances, your criteria is important for you to understand. And again, the best way for you to do that is to speak with a qualified expert. I have been in home lending 25 years. It's amazing to me the things that have changed in this industry and the things that have not. Uh, the great opportunity of working with people, having the benefit of learning about people's hopes and dreams and helping them chart the path to achieve them. 
is something that I've always been passionate about. And I hear from my clients and my repeat clients that when they share my information with people, they're telling them, this isn't just a person who sits behind a desk and punches in numbers. This is someone who cares about you and your success. And and they're entirely right. Um, Some people in sales say that it's the thrill of the kill. They just want to make it that next sale and move on to the next one. And I look at every single household that I help create, every single opportunity that I help expand, and every single person that comes across my desk has the opportunity to learn what's the benefit for them. And and if they're willing to to take those adventures and, and go down the road and learn more about how they can achieve their goals. I had a great call from a listener about a week ago talking about some flexible opportunities that were within his purview. And he was told by an institution that he went to that he would qualify for something lesser than what he actually needed to do. When we dug into the conversation, he had some other debts out there that he really needed to get down into a lower interest rate. They were hanging out there closer to 10%. And no one bothered to have those conversations with him. No one did the deeper dive, asked the questions, and found out how would it really best serve him and his financial situation. That's the all-encompassing process that you get when you work with Essex Mortgage. We are all of like-minded people. We're exploring for your benefit. And we want you to understand that there's more than one way to do just about everything that you're looking to do. And in that, opportunity is really what it is that we provide to you with our relationships, with our extended services, with our expertise and guidance. And that's what I find is the most imperative part for my client's success. So in addition to being formally pre-approved, which we talk about all the time, um, the next step would be in really having the conversation about all of your exact financial situations. And oftentimes there are things that don't come into play. Uh, The person that I was speaking with had a piece of property that was out there in a different state with a seller financed loan on it. It probably wouldn't have shown up on any report anywhere, anytime, but it was a monthly expense for him. And that expense could be minimized. And So money not spent is definitely money saved. And that ability to save money and still cover all your financial obligations is going to give you financial flexibility that allows you to look at your next opportunity. And that's something that I've been talking with a lot of buyers about now. They already own a home. They're happy with their current mortgage. Their house is stable. They are saving sufficiently. And they want to look at how to be prepared for the next opportunity to buy. And maybe some of you out there are listening and you're saying, well, I'm self-employed. The last year's taxes didn't come out so fantastic. And here's what I would say to you with that. Let's have a conversation because if your income is not what you know you bring in on paper, if your tax returns don't show that, but you know you have the ability to manage an investment property, to manage a secondary home, we can take a look at all the different avenues, we can look at bank statement loans where the deposits into your either business or personal account are used to help you create a qualifying stream of income. There are profit and loss only statement loans where we take the profit and loss from the business that you own and it generates an eligible stream of income. There are no income documentation loans out there, folks. 
that will allow you the flexibility of adjusting or obtaining the financing that you need so that you can move forward with your ultimate goals. And we need to discuss what that is. Um, you know, if you talk with a homeowner and you talk about, well, you'll, it'll take you 15 years to recoup the costs of doing this plan that you were doing over here, but they only plan to stay for five or seven more years, then what's the benefit of there being a 15-year plan? I think a lot of people in today's day and age struggle with how to have a long-term plan. I'm never asking my clients, what's your 30-year goal? Because that's so far out there. It, it's great to, to know that you have a direction to go in, but ideally, if we really talk about the most recent, the next 10 years, really a 10-year plan is, is reasonable. And it's not necessarily just a plan, but it's more of a, an idea of a direction you'd like to go in and what you'd like to achieve. And those are the conversations where we are able to really help our clients understand what they can do now to be better prepared for their futures. Again, if you have questions, if you have needs, if you would like more information, reach out to me, Nisha with Essex Mortgage. 831-435-0385. We are going to take a break here in a moment. And when we come back, we're going to have a conversation about a couple of hot button items here in home lending. I look forward to connecting with any of you here in the future. You're listening to Real Life Lending. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, Bay Area, Misha Dimitrov with Essex Mortgage here again. Before the break, we were talking about the hot button issues affecting people in the markets. And these are the issues that we talk about with clients on a routine basis. Most recently, we're talking about credit issues. If you missed a payment during um, any of the shutdowns, if you um, had an account that went to collection, if you had your student loans that went into forbearance and, um, and also forbearance of a mortgage and how you get to move forward after that. So let's start with the first being credit issues. Now, a lot of people are monitoring their credit, probably more today than than ever. I talk with people all the time. Please don't monitor your credit score every single day. Don't monitor your weight, your credit score every single day. It will make you bonkers. You will see that it changes routinely. And without notice, uh, your payments post, and all of a sudden your credit score goes up. You charge some things. Your balance increases. Your credit score goes down. If you have healthy credit habits, you will be confident in what your credit score is doing. And if you don't have healthy credit habits, or if you don't know enough to how to help yourself when it comes to credit, definitely let's take a look at your actual credit situation and talk about how to recover from there. Um, I speak with people on on almost a daily basis who call me up and say, well, I have this much money. I have some debt I need to pay off before I can get into a purchase and I have this much money, I'm going to pay off one account and then work on the next and then work on the next because they aren't aware of the fact that it doesn't have any benefit for you if you pay off one account that's completely maxed out and you still have three accounts that are totally maxed out. You want to bring your overall credit usage down. And for those of you who are monitoring or looking at your credit, whether it's on a credit app or on your credit card site, you will see your credit utilization. That's the amount of debt that you have by comparison to how much you have available to you. Anytime your credit balances, how much you owe, hit that 50% of what's available to you, Mark, your credit score just falls off a cliff, folks. So if you have a $10,000 limit on a card and you have a $5,000 balance, your score is suffering. 
Now, that's counterintuitive to a lot of what all of us thought about the credit world going into it. Why would they give me a $10,000 limit if they didn't want me to use it? Well, they do want you to use it. But what the credit world doesn't tell you is that if you spend more than 49%, the sweet spot being more like 30, if you spend more than 49% of what's available to you, your credit score starts to come down. So if you are looking at the situation where your credit is score is hovering in a space where it's not improving because maybe you are continuing to make the minimum payment or maybe you're making a little bit more than the minimum payment while you use the cards. Look at your overall balance on any card and across all of your cards. If you have one card that's completely maxed out and the other one that has no balance, you might want to consider a balance transfer in order to split that up because the credit world gives you better points for managing more lines of credit. And that's not what any of us want. We all want to have it simplified. I want to have one card. I want to spend what I want on it. And I want there to be no issue. Well, again, this is their game. And we have to learn how to play by their rules if we want to score those points. If you need to understand that more, give me a call and we'll talk about it directly about your individual credit. But when it comes to late payments, if you made a late payment during the the last year, please understand that that doesn't mean that you are no longer eligible. There are limitations to how many 30-day, 60-day lates you can have in any qualifying scenario, but there are alternatives for you. There are a lot of alternatives out there. If you walked into your big box bank and they said, well, you have a 30-day late or you have two 30-day lates and you are no longer eligible with our company, take the key in that sentence, our company. Because there are companies out there that are offering you the opportunity. You just need to look for those companies with better options for you. If you have experienced credit issues and now that situation has turned itself around, if you lost your job due to COVID and you're now back to work, but you've had months of issues and now you're picking up the pieces and looking to move forward, then you'd really like to own a home. We always have the lease to own program for you. And that is something that Essex is very, very proud to sponsor. And it is minimum credit score of 580, folks. So it can understand your credit challenges. If you're putting your life back on track, if your income is just coming back into play, if you've suffered a situation that has impacted both your income and your credit, know that there's some home for you out there. And we just need to help you understand what's the correct path for you to follow in order to get there. Um, The the next piece that I'd like to talk about is the forbearance. We are seeing people who are still dealing with forbearance or deferred payments on their loan. If you went into forbearance, if you made that call, and if you are now just now coming around to the place where you're picking up your payments again, in order to refinance, you do need to have made three monthly payments coming out of forbearance. But we can do a refinance where we pay off the main balance of your loan and that deferred balance without it being a cash out loan. So now would be the time to take a look at paying off the deferred balance, paying off any high interest debt, taking a look at all of your finances for the better of your financial future. It's a great opportunity. Interest rates are still very low. Uh, the, The tagline we're seeing right now is two week low. So give us a call and let us help you. You're listening to Real Life Lending. We'll be back in just a moment.
You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, Bay Area, you're listening to Misha Dimitrik, not Essex, uh, Eric Olofsky at Essex, but Misha Dimitrik at Essex. Please don't hesitate to give me a call or send me a text, 831-435-0385. I apologize. Um, What we have been seeing here with forbearance and refinance has been a lot of people who have been avoiding refinancing because they didn't feel like they were going to be able to do it because they owed money from forbearance still in the arrears. They see on their mortgage statement that there's a deferred balance that they're going to have to pick up. And for a lot of people, that means that they have a sizable increase to their monthly obligation. So let us take a look at how we can bring that payment back into something more comfortable for you and take a look at that high interest debt and make sure that we're understanding all of your financial needs so that you can find yourself in the best situation moving forward, especially for those of you who are recovering from a financial hardship because of the pandemic. It's really important that we take a look at how to make you the most successful you can be going forward. And several people I've spoken to have said, well, you know, I'm just going to have to tough it out for the next five or six years with this higher payment. And hopefully I'll pay off that other balance and nothing else happens. Well, that's all. That's a lot of hope out there when there's an opportunity for you to do something different. And I would really like the ability to show you how we can make that shift right now for your benefit. Uh, Additionally, something that we keep talking about here is reverse mortgage. There's a large population of boomers who are looking at retiring and they all have a mortgage right now. They're not all of you, but a lot of the clients that I'm speaking with have a mortgage associated with their property and they are struggling with how they're going to successfully retire and not be freaking out about their housing payment and what's going to happen to them if they need some sort of care in their elder years. So if you are taking into consideration that you may need some more financial flexibility going into retirement, and you own your home, you have the ability to look at reverse mortgage. If you own your home right now, and you want to know more about reverse mortgage, or you've heard the negative associations of reverse mortgage, it's really to your benefit to understand how this could really aid you and enjoy your retirement years without having to be strapped for cash about paying off the roof over your head. For those of you who are have not heard, reverse mortgage is also available for purchase loans. You provide um, a minimum down payment based on your age and zip code, and then you never make a payment to live in that house. Of course, you still owe taxes and insurance. Of course, you still maintain the property, but you never make a mortgage payment on that money that you didn't come to the table with in order to pay for that home and live there for the rest of your life. It's a really big tool that needs to be better understood for a lot of folks. I talk with financial advisors and and senior advisors who are coming to me routinely uh, talking about the hesitancy of their senior clients because they really are afraid of what that means. But most that I see the resistance of in reverse mortgage is in the heirs. The people who are slated to receive the property when those older folks are out there are gone and have passed away, what would happen if they didn't pay off that home? 
what would happen if they still owed on that loan? And those are the pieces that I love to educate people on because it's not what people think most of the time. You own your home all the way along, just as you do in a forward mortgage. And you have the ability to pay off that loan just as you do in a forward mortgage. So if you have the ability to enjoy your retirement years, even better if you didn't have a mortgage payment, I look forward to sharing with you how that opportunity would work for you on paper. We'll be back in just a few moments. And when we do, we can talk more about the lease to own program and those flexible buying options for you investors out there. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, Bay Area, we are back. And talking about flexible financing options. Now, I speak with investors on a routine basis who have complicated portfolios. Their tax returns are booklets and their asset sheets are accordion style paper that you could roll down the stairs. For these people who have very complicated papers but want to simplify the process and they don't want to have to involve real estate attorney Bob who knows everything about their portfolio because they can't keep track of it, we have flexible options for you. The debt service loan is a very strong opportunity for buyers to come in, put a dime payment, even as low as 20% down in some situations, and have the property carry its own financing. So if you plan to rent that property, the appraisal is done to provide valuation and the appraiser comes up with a market rent analysis. As long as that intended market rent covers the cost of the property in taxes and insurance and any applicable HOAs, then your loan is approved. Your entire booklet of tax returns, your giant rolling asset sheet, and Bob don't have to be involved in this project in this process in order for you to capture this property. And that is something that simplifies and empowers buyers out there. If you don't know what your opportunities are right now, maybe because you've just sold a property, maybe because you are looking at having to sell a property, maybe you've depleted all of the depreciation that you can out of a property and need to understand how to avoid paying capital gains so that you can take the bulk of that equity and put it to use for you. We have all of the business partners in the right places to be able to help you understand all of the avenues of opportunity that are available to you. And that goes a long way, folks. And we talked about it earlier. There are no document, no income documentation loans. I'm working on a couple of these right now for some clients. And literally their entire application does not have any income on it whatsoever. They're leveraging the equity in their property and their good credit. And the loan is being made for them based on those factors alone. So it's not a matter of being certain of their income qualifying. They're self-employed people. Their income, you know, one of them hasn't been in business for two years. The other one's been in business for a multitude of years, but because of pandemic had a downturn. But they need to tap into the equity in their properties. And this is the best way for us to do that for them and to help them understand all of the abilities that they have here in the marketplace. One thing that I have spoken with at least two clients about in the last few days is how to get through this market right now as a buyer without feeling like you're just going to be a buyer forever. Because you could be a buyer for a really long period of time if you're not paying attention to the markets, if you're not understanding the opportunities, and if you're not working with 
a really top-notch realtor who understands how to navigate this market for you. Lots of buyers tell me, well, I just want to buy something that's a good deal. All buyers want a good deal. All sellers want to make the most money. And this is just the natural way of this business. So do your short sheet yourself by not offering that extra five, 10, 15, maybe $45,000 on the contract because you're trying to get that great deal. Are you missing out on properties because you're getting beat out time and time and time again? I would encourage you to understand the strategy behind your buy. Most often, I'm unfortunately seeing that buyers are really getting kicked in the teeth on their first round where they don't get their offer accepted. A lot of times it's because they don't come aggressive on their first offer. On their first offer, they are trying to think they're going to get the deal. They're hoping the seller won't go much over list price. And they're not having that articulate conversation with their agent, looking at comparables and understanding where the market really is. It's really, really important that you leverage the information that the experts that you're working with are bringing to the table for you. Understand the comparables in the market, understand the sales trends in order to get yourself off of the buyer's wheel and into the homeowner's circle. That's going to be the difference for a lot of you is understanding you might have to swing for the fence on your first offer rather than thinking that you will capture that property by shortcutting the price and somebody might not come in with another offer. Um, also, something that I'm hearing from a lot of realtors is that buyers are trying to submit their offers early and they're trying to get their foot in the door. And what ends up happening is that they have their offers lined up a few days before they get to review. And then the realtors are having conversation. Well, uh, you'll have to come in at more than X in order to, you know, to be in the running. And that just means everyone that was below that mark automatically loses out. The process of putting in an offer and making a purchase has gotten very interesting over the last few years. Uh, pocket listings, or I, I heard them called whisper listings the other day, are listings that never even make it to market. Um, someone contacts their realtor and says, hey, I'd like to sell my house. And the realtor gleefully accepts and then immediately calls around and says, hey, I've got this amazing home coming to market before it ever even has to be listed publicly, that property gets sold. Now, the um, Association of Realtors has changed the ruling on this, that within 24 hours of taking in a listing, a, a live listing agreement, that property has to be made available to the public through, uh, through national services, through MLS. So your listing technically is not supposed to be kept secret anymore but that doesn't mean that your realtor can't be doing a lot of work on the front side before it even gets to being a live listing. You tell them, I want to sell next month. They have an entire month to go out and market quietly. And I think that's where the whisper part comes from. That property, in order to find the best buyers with the highest price, without the inconvenience of what we knew in the past was open houses or people coming through your house you know, weekend after weekend. I think a lot of that has really come to a very grinding halt. I, I do see some open houses coming back around, but not a whole lot of them, not as many as we would have seen before. You have the opportunity to have exclusive showings for properties and, and keep your listing moving very, very quickly if you're in the market to sell. But I want to make sure that all the buyers out there know 
that if their realtor isn't out there having conversation about what it is that they're looking for with other realtors, not just scouring the internet, not just a drip campaign, you could be missing out on that next hot listing that comes to market before it even makes it out to public view. So if you need information about qualified realtors in your market, if you need information about what you personally qualify for, please get in touch with me, 831-435-0385. You're listening to Real Life Lending, and we'll be back after this. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, Bay Area, you are listening to Misha with Essex Mortgage here. As we come to the top of the show, um, I'm just inclined to also speak to you a little bit today about how to stretch that budget. And available out there in the market is the 40-year loan. Now, for a lot of you out there, you're saying 40 years, Misha, on, on one house, on one loan. And what I always like to encourage you to think about is your monthly manageability. Uh, it's really what your household is running off of and, and the money that you bring in and your expenses. Most people are managing their budget on a monthly basis. Taking on a 40-year loan extends out that loan for an additional 10 years over what that traditional 30 was holding for you. And with most of the 40-year loans out there, they're giving you 10 years of interest only to begin with. So for those of you who are really looking at having to buy up in order to get to that property that you really need and that you would fit your family's size and needs. If that feels like a giant stretch and you maybe in the future here, you're working towards a promotion or you're about to make partner or you're about to expand your business and you know that right now money is tighter than it will be going forward. These are the great opportunities that are out there for you in order to minimize that housing expense for a small period of time with the stability of a fixed rate loan on the backside. You still, you still have 30 years after your 10-year interest-only period, and you can pay interest the entire time. You could pay principal and interest, excuse me, the entire time. So it doesn't have to be just interest-only, but it gives you that extra 10 years to spread the payments out. And for some people out there, they're finding that that is really how they jump into this housing market, particularly for those people who are from out of area, from out of state, the the price point to buy into the Bay Area, as we talked about, you know, exceeding 1.3 million on the median level, it is for people who are not used to this, really giant, and it's a little bit confrontational for them that they, in order to buy what, in lots of other places, is just considered a moderate, modest, moderate home, they are having to reach into the million and million and a half and two million dollar range in order to get a nicer, bigger home with more amenities. And so if, if you find yourself in that situation and you really are looking for creative structures for how you're going to capture and maintain this property, I really would encourage you to take a look at those 40-year loan options because they are fixed rate, capitalizing on the low, low interest rates that we have. And folks, we still have low, low interest rates. So I do encourage you to really understand all of the opportunities that are available to you out there. And I promise you, when you walk into your big box bank and you tell them, well, I'd like a 40-year loan, you're going to hear crickets because a lot of them are going to tell you, well, we don't offer anything like that. If you walk into your big box bank and you tell them that you would like to use a bank statement loan, a profit and loss loan, a debt service loan, and they just completely turn you down because you don't fit into their budget or their bucket of loan opportunities you might end up feeling like you were defeated, that you don't have any options. And that's just not 
the case. You need to take a look at everything out there in the market to make sure that you are finding the best financing for your set of circumstances. Again, I want everyone to feel comfortable giving me a call, sending me a text, reaching out to me, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let me know how I can help you understand what is available to you in the marketplace because there's more than just what you're seeing on the sign of the bank when you drive by on a day-to-day -day basis. It has been a pleasure to be with you again today, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Uh, this show does re-air on Sundays at three o'clock, so if you missed any of the information and you wanna start from the top, Sundays at three, you can again reach me, 831-435-0385, Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com on Facebook or LinkedIn. We will have uh, some realtors out with us next week to talk about some new listings that are hitting the market. And I look forward to serving you again. Have a great weekend and be safe out there.